Okay, so we've got a new series of books here that we're reading, and they are called Little People, Big Dreams. And I just grabbed a few different people, and let's read about them and see what their lives are like. What do you say? We're going to start with a guy named J.R.R. Tolkien. And we see he has one, two, three books he's kind of sitting there on. And what is he holding in his hand? He's a ring. He's got a ring. I wonder why he has a ring. Let's find out. This story was written by Maria Isabel Sanchez Vegara, and it was illustrated by Aaron Cushley, and it's read today by Mommy. Can you see the front of the book? Mm-hmm. And... And thumbs up. <laughs> Are you ready for your story? <laughs> My squirrely guy. Oh, wait. Okay. He's giving me some great sound effects. Oh, you're sack boy. That one was a hard one for me to figure out, guys. Okay, so it's read today by Mommy and Sack Boy. Are you ready, Sack Boy? Thumbs up again? Okay. Here we go. John Ronald Ruel left South Africa when he was only three, excited to visit England and meet his grandparents. So that's interesting. He grew up, he was born in South Africa, but his grandparents lived in England. It's interesting to have a family that's far away from you when you're growing up. His father died soon after the family's departure, and he never went back to the land he once called home. Oh, that's sad. He didn't get to go back to South Africa. Let's see what happens next. Ronald's mother taught him how to read and write. He wondered where words and languages came from. He also found great pleasure observing nature and loved to draw majestic trees and stunning landscapes. Oh, he was an artist and he, it sounds like he was a good reader too. Do you know anyone else whose mommy is teaching them how to read and write? Anyone? Anyone at all? <gasps> yes, my son. Here we go. But when his family moved to the big city, Ronald felt nature had been taken away from him forever. At night, he dreamt of an imaginary world where magical flowers would grow on the graves of the brave. Ronald spent long hours inventing secret languages. He named the first of them Neferin and loved speaking its words. But he didn't just look for the beauty in its sound. He also gave each word a meaning. After his mother died and his he and his brothers were left to the care of a friend, Father Francis, who gave them the best education. At King Edward's school, Ronald met three extraordinary boys. Rob, Jeffrey, and Christopher. It sounds to me like poor Ronald had a very rough life. Goodness, let's see what happens next. 
They were not just friends, but the members of a secret society that met every afternoon to read poems and stories. It was one of these meetings that Ronald decided to learn everything he could about the origins of language. That's a very interesting thing to study. Why do we speak the way we do? God made us like that. Yeah, I guess. Let's see. He was studying English at Oxford, which is a very fancy school in England. Thanks to a scholarship when the war started, one by one, he and his friends were sent to fight. When the war was over, only Ronald and Christopher were left to talk about it. Wow, this is very sad. Let's see what happens next. Ronald married the... Oh, this is good. Ronald married his lifelong love, Edith. They had four children for whom he wrote magical stories. One evening, he read them the tale of a hero that looked like no other. A hobbit. And it wasn't just his family who loved that story. When the hobbit was published, it became such a success that everyone wanted more. The publisher urged Ronald to write a second book. And he started immediately. It took him 12 years to complete the 9,250 pages of The Lord of the Rings, a heroic tale where hobbits, dwarves, elves, wizards, and men joined together as friends to save Ronald's imaginary land, Middle-earth. Middle-earth. So that's the imaginary place that he made in his mind, and then he wrote about it, and he created a bunch of characters to go in it. That's amazing. Did he make the walking, talking trees? He did. In the story? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The book was so long that it had to be published in three parts. But his readers devoured them all. They were taken to an extraordinary world full of legends where the most ordinary of us could become a hero. And in the picture, we can see they're in a library. And there's a little girl who's reading the book and she's got a wizard's hat on. And there's a little boy And he's sitting next to a candle on a table and he's making shadows. And in the shadows, we see a wizard fighting a big monster. I want to say that is a creature from one of his books. Ronald's vast world kept growing in his mind. And on the pages of another book, The Cimmerillion, It was a book that could never be completed because the end of a story was always the beginning of a new one. Little John Ronald Ruel, the king of modern fantasy, kept writing day after day. And he loved every single moment of it because he knew that it doesn't matter where we go. What matters is that we enjoy the journey and in the back of the book we can see pictures of the real J.R.R. Tolkien 
and we can see him in his military costume, his military suit when he was in the war. He was in World War One, and we can see that he fought in a very serious battle where his he lost some of his friends. That the war is a very sad thing, and then we can see here he is a little bit later when he has gotten married and he has gotten children, and. Then we can see him in his office later on. Did you know that he was a painter and he made beautiful maps of this world that he created, this Middle Earth world? And then we can see that he's got all these books around him, which is how he created all these different languages for his characters. And it tells me here that there is a special note about him, that he was a code breaker for Britain during World War II. And that is amazing. Imagine being someone who can figure out what the secret code is when other people have put the secret code together. I'm very impressed. So anyways, at the very last it says, J.R.R. Tolkien taught us the power of the imagination, the beauty of language, and the strength of friendship. And that is the end of this story. Can you say the end? The end. Yes, you have to. Yeah, there we go. The end. <laughs>